Thank you for tuning in again to Cultivate Leadership Project. I am your host, Sam Escafel. Today we're going to be talking about key number three, problem solving. I hope you enjoy this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Cultivate Leadership Project, all one word. Enjoy. Key number three, problem solving. Today we're going to be talking about overcoming or changing the direction of something negative because usually we don't want to problem solve something positive. We improve on positive things, but we want to change directions if something is going down the wrong path. So what this requires is five things, okay, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a quick outline, and then I'm going to break each one down, and here's the first one, that is situation, the second one is thoughts, the third one is feelings, the fourth one is behavior, and then the fifth one is outcome. Now, you're going to have to learn to take notes, you're going to have to, like, I mean, it could be audio notes on your phone, but for the, the best part is like a notebook, the best way, sorry, is like a notebook, and then you write down the date, you write down, oh, today I was trying to fix blah, 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 right, whether it be in business, organization, or just in your home, whatever problem you're trying to solve, make sure you describe the the problem okay be specific this will help you identify um with words right because a lot of people can't put their thoughts or circumstances into words so in this instance that's that's a good practice and then you're going to look at the situation okay you're going to say um for instance i'm trying to solve uh communication between three people and it just seems to always fall apart whenever I text it, but it all seems to work whenever I call each person individually, but I don't have time to do that, so I tend to text often. That is the situation, okay? My thought is um, I do this because I have to reach out to to, uh, this group or these people to accomplish what I need to do and I should I shouldn't have to call I should have you know however I choose to communicate the other individual should uh, receive it right now this is I just went through the situation and then that's my thought process okay um, and so in, in the thought part process you know it obviously it failed obviously it didn't happen and so here we go. The next one is the feeling. So what's the feeling that I get from this? And that is, it's bad. I, I feel disorganized. I feel like, what di- what did they receive? When are they going to let me know they received the message? And that's what I begin to feel. It's more of a negative feeling. I'm feeling disappointed. I feel, uh, you know, those are the uh, feelings. And then obviously, whenever you have feelings, they turn into behaviors. I'm stressed. Um, now, now I'm having to overcompensate by sending a text, by making a call, by making an email. This is how I behave. Okay. So, what's the outcome? 
the outcome in this instance. And then I know it's a vague and general example, but you apply it to whatever it is that, that you're going through, right? And so the outcome would be that the job got done, but maybe it got done, it took a little longer. The job got done, but since one or, or several people were left out of communique, uh, one person had to do the majority of the work, and if everything would have got communicated properly, the work would have been divided evenly amongst everyone, okay? and But, but, but here it is. These five things can be used now, so you identify because the problem is behind you, okay? And so you're filling in, you're filling in from past tense, but you, at the same time, if you had a page, you would divide the page in half, and then you would put them those um, situation, thoughts, feelings, behavior, and outcome right down the middle. Everything to the left is what already happened. Everything to the right is how you are going to problem solve it moving forward okay so these are it's like setting goals but but obviously each one will track to the next so the situation is i need to communicate with my team because they need to know their task and they need to know when everything is due and how everyone is going to work together and so my thought is that if there is um, a proper order right of communicating in other words, um, now I'm going to put everybody on a group text as well as maybe link a document that everyone can see with the descriptive details. That is my my thought. That's how I feel that like it's going to work out best. And then maybe I can make it a point to tell the team, look, it's going to say upcoming to do, upcoming task something and said so when you see that you you know you you're going to be able to know something needs to happen something needs to get done okay and these feelings are obviously going to flip they're not going to be the negative feelings that happened in the past but they're going to be positive feelings and they're going to be uh, they're going to help you with confidence they're going to you know you can be proud of executing in this manner and your behavior is going to be quite simple. I need to sit down for 15 minutes. I need to write out the descriptive page of everyone's task with their names, what their expectations are, and then I need to pick a time when I'm going to email everyone, uh, text or email everyone, and uh, you know I'm going to ask them, please respond within the next hour to make sure that everyone is okay. And then I'm going to say, if you don't respond within the next hour, then I will call you directly to make sure everything is okay. But as you can see, the problem is already being solved, but we put it to practice with the five um, keywords to the past. And now we're using those five keywords to impact the future. Okay. And so the outcome in this situation would be a better communication everyone knows their task everyone has the time frame that the job needs to get done and that my friend is how you problem solve i love to use the analogy of boxing whenever i talk about problem solving because i think of the of the counter punch right and so you you know you're, you're doing life and everything is going in the direction you want but out of nowhere comes a punch and it hits you right in the face and is meant to knock you out it's meant to uh throw off your game but 
in that instance, it's all about how you react, right? Your counterpunch. And when you have your counterpunch, after you, after you do it so much, you're not having to think about technique. You're not having to think about, oh, I need to be in this position. He needs to have his hands down. He needs to be in my favor. No, 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 no. It's reactionary because it's happened. You've practiced. And so it's a reflex. And so um, the situation, thoughts, feelings, behavior, and outcome in the beginning, you know, they may seem difficult. You may have to put a lot of thought into it to fill out every uh, section, but just like the counterpunch, after you do it so many times, it's going to become reactionary. It's going to become easier, and that's the key. You must not just be a good fighter in life, like for your goals and for your leadership, but you must be a leader who knows how to counterpunch. You must be a leader who has good reflexes. Okay, and so here we go. Let me read this off. If not, you're trying to get something. You're trying to get somewhere in a broken car. That is a quote that I wrote. Let me read it again. Solve. If not, you're trying to get somewhere in a broken car. How silly is that? That if you identify something is wrong and you leave it alone just because you don't want to make someone mad, the, the team environment or the team chemistry isn't ready for problem solving or, or correcting someone, maybe someone that's stubborn, but I, I'm telling you, you have to get past those barriers. Yes, there is difficult people to work with, but when you problem solve and you show it to be effective with other people, they will also pick up on those traits. And the goal is for you to make them excellent problem solvers. So when they see you trying to solve a problem, they know that it's not arrogance or you trying to be bossy, but it's just you trying to reach a goal by making the less, by making less mistakes as possible. All right. And so just um, remember, problem solving is key to your leadership. I wrote something else down. It says when one problem solves often in life, they get better. Then you can start applying problem solving in your life. That's uh, key number three, problem solving. I think it's an important uh, trait of any good leader. Uh, Now, when you put it to practice, it's a sign of a great leader. It takes a a wide scope of understanding and and it all, all, you know, it's trial and error. You're not going to get it right the first time, but every time you make adjustments, you're getting closer to your goal but you never stop learning. So when life throws punches at your project or what you're trying to do, counterpunch with problem solving. That way you can continue to move forward and continue to grow. Don't forget, you can reach us. uh, You can email us at cultivateleadershipproject at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Cultivate Leadership Project, all one word. If you're listening to this podcast, thank you so much. Hit the like button, rate us, leave us a comment. It'll help us uh, get recognized. It'll help us go up the rankings on iTunes. But for now, we'll see you on the next one.